talking about stranger things. We're talking about a little bit of stranger things. A stranger things. <laughs> Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I will be playing the role of Doge for this broadcast. And on this one, I'm Jordan, but 1980s style. Oh. 1980s style. I could tell your sleeves were poofy. They yeah, were I've got I can tell. a yeah. pack of cigarettes rolled up in my sleeve, and I've got a <laughs> denim vest on, and my curls are luscious and flowing. They are cool. luscious and flowing today, though. One of those real. things is true. <laughs> You're very Eddie right now. Well, um, I, just, I just finished doing my other job, which involves a lot of my hair just growing largely throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can um, pay for that? Yeah. Today's special Panty. episode of Mini Monday is twofold. One in that we are just naturally a group of friends first that want to talk about cool things. <laughs> and then also we recognize we have an audience that would want to hear about cool things. Here's what's so fun. While on one end we say we're not going to do Obi-Wan because <laughs> we have Star Wars fatigue. On the other end, even though we've never done a single season of it, we want to strike while the iron is hot. We want to strike while there's a gate to hell in Hawkins mm -hmm. and mm. talk about Stranger Things season four. I yes, remember cool. uh, being excited about it regardless. Should we, should we go ahead and say right now, if you haven't watched the oh, last yeah. two episodes so, of Stranger so, so. Things four, this will ruin your life. Yeah. Full spoilers for yeah, Stranger yeah, yeah, Things yeah, yeah. four are, are in the rest of this let's, episode. Let's yeah, just yeah, sort yeah. of generically talk for about 20 more seconds in case somebody's phone is across the kitchen while they do dishes. Cool. Give yeah, them yeah, some yeah. time. I've got some generic stuff. To get over to so the phone. So I loved when I loved when Eleven had powers and the kids did D&D &D stuff. Yeah. Spoilers, that was, that was dude. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, we, I have been in on Stranger Things from the start. And I think we've even talked Same. about maybe how we would rank certain seasons, and we'll get into a little bit more of that later. Season one was a, a phenom in a way for television. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. Uh, were it not for Stranger Things season one as uh, IP of Netflix, I don't know that we would have as uh, a big of a like Netflix feels like one of the top contenders in the streaming platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stranger Things was one of its first big things, and I forget how long ago that was. Granted. Between the ages of 11 and 17, 18, we grow a lot as humans, but sure, in watching Stranger sure, Things certainly. 4 and seeing the voice, hearing the voices change <laughs> dramatically for some, the height changed dramatically for others. I felt like I was back at Hogwarts uh, <laughs> yes. watching <laughs> yep. uh, Neville Longbottom have to be uglied up <laughs> towards yeah. the end. Um, but I, season four just had to happen for us on the podcast. It was recommended by Jordan. Yeah. Uh, for us to go ahead and do it, but it makes sense. I think this is a special thing. I don't think this happens a lot when you have, uh, let's say, at least three seasons of a show. Uh, sometimes you have your perfect show runs, which I would argue Shit's Creek is one of those things. Of, sure. I was trying yeah. to think of the stuff that was from beginning to end. They had a clear story. They finished the story. They were done. Breaking Bad, Breaking I would say. Bra Breaking Bad is, is the same way. Absolutely. Yeah. I would feel the same way. Where we start to be like, ugh, and have a bad taste in our mouth could be things like Westworld, uh, could be things like, uh, unfortunately, Game of Thrones, which had the potential to be my favorite show of all time. But this is so interesting to me. I can't think of too many shows that have come back, uh, not really come back, but had a tail end season. For me personally, and my opinion's out there already, I've really, really enjoyed season four. Yeah. I don't know if I would say it's better than one for me because there's just some, it's, it's very New Hope, New Hopian. That's like, this came out of nowhere. Sure, this is yeah. gorgeous. Sure, sure. Wonderful and, but yeah, how, how are you guys feeling after I wrapping up season four? Here's the shock for me. 
I've been pretty vocal about how Stranger Things has been a rudderless ship since season one. Season one burst onto the scene, had a really clear identity, knew exactly what it was and what it was doing. Season two was like, um, they're dogs now. The Demogorgons are dogs now. They're different monster and it's Halloween. Yeah. And they saw Ghostbusters over the summer. Yeah. And then season three was like, there's a mall now. And it was like, okay, there's a new thing in, in Hawkins, a new 1980s thing in Hawkins with a different monster that is somehow, but not really connected to the other monsters. It was getting really thin. Uh, and I was, I was um, against my better judgment excited for this season. And I think that season four has showed up and, and turned the show around and actually saved the show for me. Where, where now we're drawing a unified mythology. We're, we're connecting the dots between all of these things and, yeah. and making them all part of the same threat rather yeah. than just, right. here's a new flavor Retroactively making here's seasons a new two flavor. and three better. And here's the exactly. thing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how mm-hmm. often writers can be acknowledged as magooing <laughs> certain things, but it does feel like yeah. I don't, with, with the weakness of specifically season two, I don't see, if, if, our, if the Duffer Brothers were to come out and say this was our plan all along, I don't, know if I, I don't know if I believe them. <laughs> that is, they, that is hey, patently they have, untrue. They have said that they had seasons one through five mapped out since day one. Here's what's fun about I this. I don't think that's true at all. And it's kind of, it's meta, meta narrative here. I think Stranger Things has ended up like a good campaign of Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. Yeah. If, if you've played 100%. it before, the Duffer Brothers are the DM. And they're like, okay, didn't expect this. Had to do this because people were only available here. So the season two is the moment that's, that it's like, okay, uh, production company rolled something I didn't expect. There was a crit... Uh, we had a critical hit on the first. I've got to do something within the next exactly. <laughs> calendar yeah. year. Yeah. I got to keep going. Okay, uh, not necessarily a crit fail because people are still on board. Then they come sure. back and they're like, okay, let's put all this together. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall of what I believe was a very recent moment that the Duffer Brothers <laughs> wrote season four. It feels sure, exactly. like. Uh, and to me, here is my super pump for the entire season four of Stranger Things. It is the creation and introduction of Vecna. Yes, me too. I think me too as well. This story and to see the full narrative like Doge is talking about, we don't I think it's impossible to have that. It's like baking without flour if you don't have the antagonist exactly. and you and they nailed it. Vecna to me and the origin of Vecna, even though I was catching a whiff of who Vecna would become or who would become Vecna at one point mm-hmm. pretty early and I think a lot of people were. Yeah. Uh Vecna is it for me. Granted, there's some scenes that I could talk about, but I think for a, a movie or so a show as a whole, which ended up feeling like 16 episodes, but was only nine. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm fine with. Uh, for the show as a whole, the biggest piece was the biggest super pump for, for me. Mm. Plenty of scenes though that I was just like, this is the most metal, wonderful thing I've ever seen. Up the there with, single most metal thing I've ever seen yeah. is Master of Puppets in the Upside Down. Are you kidding yeah. us, So, So see, season four has, season four has, there's some recency bias going on that I want to I hedge my bets a little bit because of this. Um, it, I need some time to, to marinate truly, but I think season four has leapfrogged season one as my favorite season of the show. Hmm. I think it now goes... Four, one, three, two for me. Two is yeah. always last place. Don't have to one, think. One, four, three, two. <laughs> two will always be Two last. is very bad. Um, but I think for me, the super pump is 
devastatingly, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie's great. I, I could have I could have put money down that that would be your super pump. I think that he's an anomaly, by the way. Characters that come in in the most recent series, and uh, uh, like the most recent steal the series higher show. Yeah. yeah, he is anomaly. Never, never in a TV show have I seen somebody come in this late in the game and become just as important to me as my all-time favorite Stranger Things character, Steve Harrington. Um, yeah. I, dude, as soon as Steve started talking about his kids, his dream of kids in an RV, I thought he was going to die. I did I've too, watched too much dude. Walking Dead. I, I, think. I looked at Callie and I was like, bye, Steve. Yeah. See yeah. you later. Um, yeah. Same. Yeah, I... the. Obviously, Master of Puppets on top of the van is, or on top of the trailer, is unbelievably cool. Like, literally the sickest thing they could have possibly yeah. done. <laughs> so, so dope. <laughs> but but here, here's my thing with Eddie and why he's my super puppet. Imagine being that actor. Both acting and writing. <laughs> he, he is masterfully written, masterfully acted to be this softy, this misunderstood, tragic hero who finally gets to do the things that he pretended to do in D&D and feel yeah. what it feels like to protect the people that he cares about. Yeah. And I I was gutted. But I, I knew yeah. it was coming from the beginning, honestly. I mean, from the moment he was introduced, I felt like I could have guessed where his story was headed. But I, I was yeah. so blown away by him. Like, yeah. I'm to the point where I'll just watch anything that man does because he was so charming. He was incredible. As Eddie. So yeah, Eddie's my yeah. super pump, followed closely by Vecna and how awesome that story is. Eddie being introduced in season four of Stranger's Things is like if we got Tyrion Lannister in like season seven of Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. It's like, wait, who is this? Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> Why have you been hiding this person from me? Why, Why have you been doing this? Uh, and, you know, his relationship too with Dustin was just really sweet oh and my sad. Goodness. Dustin speaking to Eddie's uncle. At the end, yeah. dude, get broke out of here. my soul. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah, yeah, broke mine too. It was, it was all so good. I, I do want to say, as excited as I was for a two-hour twenty-minute finale episode, I do have a super dump for the series in oh, okay. here. Yeah, okay. In that, our antagonist, that was my super pump, talked so threateningly and so menacing and slow for. <laughs> Yeah. 50 of those two hours and 20 minutes. He he was the classic, he was Bond villainy when we didn't need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, He's you've, got, you've got him, just kill him. Yeah. Just go, just do it. Yeah. Just kill him. Especially, Jordan, you referenced this. I, we both did, or everybody did. But like, we thought Steve was going to die. There's a lot of people that we thought were just not going to come back. Mm -hmm. I think I, there was a moment for me that like, oh, Eleven's out. She's she's going to just be mm -hmm. done. She's going to give her life for Max. Right. Uh, all these things are going to happen. There's no way they all come back together. Oh, they, they kind of do. And we just lose Eddie, which was, again, a big loss. Ugh. But to have all of that and to have all these threats and have no payoff uh, in terms of like losing more. We yeah. kind of lost Max. That'll be really interesting to see. Yeah, because hey. that's what Dr. Brenner says is when he kills people, he consumes. And so she's back, but everything that she was is gone as yeah. part of Vecna. I think that now. was, so I I think that was 11 walking in her like empty consciousness. Walking in her empty mind, yeah. 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 I also think that, I mean, there's a yeah. chance that there's a chance that Eddie can somehow come back because he only died exclusively in the Upside Down and not in the real world. I was thinking about that 
like, mm. is there some sort of like soul but not body kind of a situation I mean, going on there? And if that's the case, then Barb can come right. back. Right, I had that same thought too. That, but I mean, yeah. the end of this show could be a lot of people coming back and getting caught up on the last three years or whatever. But yeah, while we're talking about Max a little bit, can we talk about the because phenom v- that Vecna is? will be like, I am inevitable, and right, Eleven snap his like, fingers. Yeah. she'll be like bitching and snap the fingers everybody comes back <laughs> um let's talk about the phenom that is sadie sink and how we yeah, just watched she's great. we just watched a career launch over the moon in season oh, four she's of fantastic. Things. yeah dude she's yeah. great she's so good like she's so i did not know she had that until this i could see her being the most uh successful from here out of the kids i completely agree yeah, i agree because she's the best of the kids mm-hmm. yeah in fact, I would say she's the one besides Millie Bobby Brown and uh, Galen, what's his name, who Gaten. plays Dustin? It's Gaten, Gaten. Mat- uh, Matarazzo. You got, you got it. Yeah. I think those, aside from those three, most of the kids are quite bad at acting. I would agree with that. Yeah. They're going to, I mean, he's got, uh, who played um, Eleven's boyfriend? Oh my gosh. Mike? To open Mike? My phone. Mike, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm going to lose His name is Finn my Wolfhard. Wi-Fi if I look at it. Yeah, so Finn oh. is already going to, he's got a great career. I don't know how far it'll go past him being a yeah, kiddo. Right. But yeah. he's, he's you know, been in the It series and now he's done this. Dude, I feel like he got worse. I think so too. I do too. He was pretty bad this series. He got worse, yeah. Yeah, I do too. Can yeah. I super dump for the show? For, for, for this the, season for this of season. the show. Yeah, sure. Uh, super dump for the show would obviously be that weird spinoff episode in season two. Yeah, of course. Uh, three out of ten for that. Super dump for this season is Jonathan Byers. He, I feel like the oh, writers yeah. completely forgot what to do with him because Jonathan uh, in like some of the, in the first three seasons is like a top character for me in the way that he's completely just like I will do whatever for my brother. I'm gonna be like kind of the bedrock of this family while mom's freaking out because Will's gone or Will's sick in season two or Will's crying in season yeah. three. <laughs> totally lost. Uh, him. Jonathan disappeared this season and like was uncharacteristically non-communicative toward Nancy, uh, which we did so that we could get Nancy and Steve back together. But I don't think anybody was really clamoring for that. Yeah, it feels like the writers did not know what to do with Jonathan. That's such a bummer. Season. See, I thought yeah. I thought that until the but last then that, episode. That last, that very last scene that he has, that's the only time we see Jonathan. I feel like. Yeah, but I in this I, I wonder with his conversation with his brother me. was good too. And yeah. yes, stirring the salt into the bat. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. I, I think that's maybe what I mean. The only thing that doesn't the only reason it ended up not bothering me is because it kind of seems like they wrote it to be like, hey, this is Jonathan dealing with everything, is folding himself into completely like distancing himself from everything and just getting high all the time, and that's all he cares about. And then he wakes up at the end to what's important again. And I felt like the Steve Nancy thing was a result of Jonathan's distance, not Jonathan was written to be distant so that Steve and Nancy could have a will they want sure, they yeah. thing. I, I think it's, that's totally, totally a valid yeah. interpretation, yeah. but I don't think, I think it would be hard to argue that that is clearly laid out. I agree. Yeah. In the show. I agree. Yeah. Like, I think if that's the intent, then we need to like give Jonathan, a, because everybody else gets a chance to either soliloquy or like talk to another person and very, very upfront be like, this yeah. is what I think in deal. Sure. He's, yeah. he's Jonathan the, does not get that moment. Yeah, Jonathan's in the wrong pot. He's, he's, all of his ingredients are getting lost in Eleven's gumbo. Like he's in, yeah. he's in this whole narrative that is, he's clearly the last, yeah. least important over there. I think if he's around Eddie and gets to talk about how he too was completely misunderstood and an outcast, yeah. I think he's got yeah. way more things to be relatable over there, but we have to connect him with his friends uh, and connect him to the pizza shop, you know, and yeah. <laughs> like have all that 
dynamic there, but I, th- I yeah. agree with that. I think we did lose him a little bit. Yeah. I think that's, that's but it's totally big. Assessment. You know, when you start to get an ensemble like there's this, there's so many characters now. Yeah. It is, it is really tough. But I think the Duffer brothers said this was kind of like their Game of Thrones season, did they not? I think it's just because we had so many different stories this is in completely the most different Game environments. Of Thrones pacing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and having them like, kind of all come together at one point. Six minutes per location yeah. on yeah. average at a what time. Am I, here's the thing. Cycle through. If we, if we in our final season that we're going to get of this show don't get Hopper and Eleven together more than just five minutes, I will I think riot. The, I think they gave us that. I think the last well, yeah. 15 Everybody's minutes together said, hey, don't worry. Yeah. 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 That's we're all what here. I need. This is the, yeah, at the very end when we're all looking at the door to hell in the ground, it very much feels like an on your left moment. It's just like, hey, Sure, we're here now. Here's here's the big battle. Yeah, right. Gang's you know, all here. Yep. And what a what a grab bag of episodes I'm sure we're going to get, you know, and seeing the length of, like, it's so funny that that is just out the window. Like, especially streaming produced shows. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I, it feels like Game of Thrones was one of the first ones to do that. I think a lot of shows, good shows, and some of the good ones that we mentioned had finales that were longer. Just the last episode was longer. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're just going to, we want to put it all here. But to have it so all over the place, it's it's kind of fun to me, but it's like, it almost is like the end of an era unless it's on cable, you know, and, and it's competing with something else. But yeah, when you're just competing with everything else that's on the platform, dynamics are really strange. It would not, uh-huh. would not surprise me if uh, season five, Stranger Things five was a week by week release. Really? Because, because of how- I think I think the reason they held these last two was twofold. Number one, to keep people from unsubscribing from Netflix. Yes, I yeah. think that's and the number two, reason. to have like reviewers and content creators and folks like us doing what we're doing now. Yeah. yeah. That way everybody in the world is finishing Stranger Things 4 at the same, same time, time yeah. and talking yeah. about it at the same time. And Netflix has never really done that before. Yeah. It would not surprise yeah. me at all if they go week to week. I mean, the majority of other streaming services besides Netflix have reverted back to the weekly release yep. model. In fact, what a lot of them are doing right now is a batch of two to three release up top, and then every other yep. episode is sort of metered out over however long. Um, yeah. I do think, I do think that having everybody finish at the same time. So, like, let me let me put it this way: I would bet money our scene where we get running up that hill again in the finale, I think, I have nothing to back this up other than a hunch, but I think that was probably initially that Separate Ways remix. Yeah. Because when they played that Separate Ways remix at the end of the first of the last two episodes, I was like, this is cool. It feels out of place. The penultimate. The penultimate episode. I was like, this is cool, but it feels out of place. Then when they played that running up that hill remix again, I was like, oh, you know what? I think... They initially wanted separate ways here, but running up that hill blew sure. up so hard. Kate yeah. Bush made two point four million dollars off streams <laughs> and purchases since Stranger Things. It is roughly the wow. only song on TikTok currently is running up Absolutely. that hill. And so I think uh, I think they went back and changed it and turned that. You know into what that, that is though? Scene. That's also the that is the cross section of incredibly magical things because. The first time we get it, the original, who do we have? Who is the only person that we see in any frame? Yeah. And it's Max. It's yep. just, it's yeah. like she had complete control of that with the perfect set. Like when everything is on all cylinders, it is viral these days. I think you're exactly right, Jordan. I th- now that I think about it, because yeah. that climax That's is smart, happening yeah. in different worlds. Like, doesn't it feel like yeah, it should have been should separate absolutely ways? Absolutely be separate ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the separate ways was in the trailer. I think 
they released yep. the initial episode four, Max Runs Out of Hell, basically, and watched the reaction to that song and basically They're said, like, oh, oh, we've wow. got to put that in the end. We need, to, we need to commission the single most badass version of Running Up That Hill <laughs> right. that has ever graced anybody's right, ears. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, that take, was incredible. That music let, was incredible right there. Let's journey to the Upside Down really quick, a hmm. place that is dark and ashy, but it does give us more money. Mm. We'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome back. Let's let's get some more. Huh. Let's ring some more Stranger Things Season 4 uh, uh, energy out if we still yeah. have that. And then we've got uh, a couple things in our lovely Did I uh, super dump like already? See. I don't you think have you not. No, you so my, are the only one who has not. My super dump for season four is um, the jock bully was. <laughs> we have 
I know it's that Stephen King 80s over the top, you know, right. carve my initials into your chest kind of a thing. And sure. so was my super dump though. A villain that doesn't shut up. Yeah. And that's how they lose. I think the yeah. shark jump for me with the jocks was that a high school senior could take over a town hall and be like, follow me to go murder somebody. <laughs> and everybody's like, Spielbergian Huzzah! In it is very yeah, Spielbergian. It is. It's very yeah. King. But I feel like we... <laughs> we have almost become so so much beyond that initial king influence that it, it exactly. now fell out of place to have yeah. the bully jock lead a pitchfork and torch party yeah. against a cult leader. But I did enjoy it. So I mean, he did get split in half when the gate to hell opened. That so was pretty that brutal. Was pretty cool. Yeah. And they just they don't give him enough time either. Do they? they don't. They're just like you no. could have missed that. Honestly, they're just like hey, he's there too. Not anymore. Also, He's nobody's ever been strangled for that long. As Lucas, yeah, a lot of people live. Lucas was. It's because Vecna wouldn't shut up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, He's everybody was wait. strangled up against the wall for at least that long yeah, as well. It's like I ten know. minutes of just We're not no confident. Air. We're not confident enough. Hey, I also, in terms of actresses that I love in this show, and it's again, it's her second season, but I love Hawk. Oh, yeah, Maya Hawk is yeah. great. She's so good, and she's so charming, and. Mm-hmm. She's she brings a little bit of hues into all of this uh, King and yes. Spielberg, yeah, very oh, much stuff. Yeah, I, I think she she is the spirit of that, and I and I really like that. Um, something that I thought was pretty brilliant that I don't think you get a lot, especially from those old uh, eighty movies, and a lot of these movies that have, I, I guess, finding out you know that it's the penultimate, but having the big plan, mm-hmm. like trying to to pull this thing together, like the, it made sense that the kids would know how to do this. Right, there were so many different facets of. Here's how we're going to communicate. We're not going to talk. We're going to use lights. We're going to try and find stuff. You're going to be in the haunted house. You're going to be over here. You're going to be over here. I think there was enough character development and enough history between them that it didn't seem far fetched to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like we had a uh, we had a whole other level introduced that now we realize we can all go to. Which that reveal in season four was great too. I love the scene of climbing up and then falling down. Yeah, I think was really fun of like the just the entryways, but the payoff was great because I think they wrote a really good plan that made sense for the characters. Yeah, ultimately, I agree. Everybody's super pumped and super dumped, right? I believe Correct. so. Can we take just a second to list maybe one or two things a piece that were just cool to us? Because <laughs> there are some sure. things that were just cool to us. I just want to talk about Hopper with the sword. Yeah, of course, dude. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Hopper's entire Hopper's entire story was so uh Bruce Wayne crawling out of the Lazarus Pit jail yeah. this yes. whole time. Why why do we fall? <laughs> it was <laughs> hey, and his uh his Russian homie Yo, yeah. many face god. Yeah. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Jack and He Hagar was one of my favorite new creatures. His voice is like no one else. He's got a great is voice. He, yeah. Is he also a voice actor in a lot of video games? That I, don't I feel know, like I had I looked at his credits and he does a lot of uh, acting, voice acting. I'll find out while George talks about the other thing he thinks is cool. He's wonderful. Well, it was mostly just Hopper with a sword, I think, that I wanted to make sure we talked about. Um, something that is visceral. Done and done. <laughs> something I won't forget is the scene, Chrissy, when we, when we have the first person, yeah. Vecnad. That is when I was like, oh, we're in a new level. This yeah, felt that was like pretty we, terrifying. This felt like when we got into kind of like Prisoner of Azkaban era yes. of Harry Potter, when we're like, okay, dark, understandably and appropriately, dark turn. It's not 10-year-olds anymore. 
and demigorgons are scary, but so are trolls in the bathroom. But now it's like, hey, uh, all their limbs are breaking and their eyes are popping. Like that exactly. was terrifying, this, but it was done really well. I think I think all of our CGI looked really good. Um, but what this what, is up, just Josh? yeah, no, I'm just saying this is such a like almost feeling like a soft reboot of Stranger Things in terms of just like there are way more legitimate stakes. It's a way more. I don't want to say it's way more adult because like it's, you know, it's dealing with violence against kids the same way all of these seasons have. Yeah, right. But this is a totally different show at this point than Dustin adopting a salamander from the upside down that turns into a dog who eats Sam Gamgee in the last episode, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So gremlins. Yeah. Just a quick update on our Uh uh, Russian guard friend and his involvement in video game voice acting. He has approximately zero video games he's ever been in. That's a shame. Where did I, why would I think that? I don't know. Maybe he's played a video game or two. I bet he's touched one. He's probably touched one. That's that's the vibe I get from him. Um, Now that looks like a guy who knows what a video game is. He seems to know what video games are. Jordan, was there anything else that stood out to you? Like a, a scene specifically? Eddie's was one of the first things we talked about at all with him up on the trailer. Yeah, I, it was so I cool. mean, obviously yeah. that's an all-time great TV moment. Like, you know where it is with me? It matches the movie moment of Fury Road. Yeah. I think oh, when he's yeah. playing the guitar. It is. It <laughs> yeah. is because it's not as out of place. The Fury Road one, though, has has a it's a little higher on the shock scale. Yeah. I'm just being like for whatever reason, when Eddie when Eddie looks at his guitar and he's like, it's like she was born to be in an alternate dimension. I got the same feeling as in Infinity War when Black Panther's like, get that man a shield. I was like, yes. <laughs> Give him his guitar. Yes. I was just like, take does, your axe. How does that, how does the master of puppets played from the top of a bus in hell, how is that not stupid? Is it less cool if it's not master of puppets? That's question number two. It's another one of our moments. It's the what reason. If, what that- if he plays running up that hill as well? Well, yes, no. It's, yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> that's funny. Like it's the reason that Max plus running up that hill works so well. We we're taking all of our best ingredients and putting them together. Yeah, it's yeah. just perfect. And it was such a freaking like, man, what a what a way to go. I'm, like I'm also yeah. gonna say on my list of things that I really loved was Erica yelling crit hit when she kicked that jock in the beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she screamed out crit hit and then kicked him in the nards. And yes. I really appreciated that a lot. You know what's good about Eric? One of the things I love everything? about Eric, Erica's is it character. Everything? It is, is it everything. everything yeah. But it's also that her age lets us still be back in season one to I me. think that's yeah. her, the point of her uh-huh. inclusion. Right? It's like, hey, we, we need to do this. Also, yeah, she's just such a... Angelica from Rugrats. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just so fun. There's such good, there is uh, a lot of uh, mistakes and like rottenness of narratives can be, I don't know how to say it, like eliminated just by good character writing. Yeah. I think the Duffer brothers yeah. are really good at creating characters. Agreed. Yes, they're so um, good at characters. And so for those to kind of remain the same, I think for people to hold on, that's probably what, brings you to your super dump doge is because yeah. that's how we can be let down. You know, there's a risk yeah. when you have so many. You got to keep you got to keep that going. Well, and I think, I think one of the biggest textually that is that's one of the things that this show has in common Carter with you said like a D&D campaign. Yeah. Like this is like maybe our fourth adventure as a party 
and the second and third adventures were not that great from a DMing standpoint, but some of the people at the table had outstanding role-playing character moments. Yeah, the Hopper, yeah. So I yeah. think about Billy. I'm devastated that Billy's gone before the show came back to this level of quality because Billy's such yes. an excellent character, acted so perfectly. Yeah. And then, don't get me wrong, I actually really like three. I don't share this quite as negative emotions about season three as you do. I enjoy three. I really like three. Three is good. Three is a definite step up from two, but it does not, it's the wrong kind of sequel to Stranger Things 1, I think. In the way that this is, to me, the first actually good sequel to Stranger Things 1. Yeah, I think that for me, it's like if if Stranger Things 1 is a 9, 4 is a 9.3, 3 is like an 8 for me, and Mm. 2 is like Mm. a 6. Yeah, like I yeah. think there's a pretty big quality difference in all when it's all said and done between those. But I, I just wish that Billy had been able to participate in Stranger yeah. Things at this level. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe he'll be back. Could be. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, if well, no, I guess he died in the physical plane. His body's buried, yeah. but in Max the is dead too. Physical yeah. plane. Boys, as we wrap up, I'd love to take a little journey into this box that I've brought here. Oh, okay. uh, One of the great things about uh, our $5 Patreon tier in that Discord channel is you get direct access to uh, some last-minute planning every now and then to where we just be like, hey, what's this? You know, it was kind of like a sleep paralysis moment, though. I I keep asking our Chunkies to answer questions, uh, and they're really quick to respond, but I do it in a channel where they can't <laughs> they can't respond and yeah, so i, I was don't just, know why you keep doing it in announcements of all channels yeah i also think <laughs> i also have not changed every time that we've played i've never been good at this side of my life yeah uh, technology <laughs> that is consistent character work it's consistent from, character work from we've never even you. talked about have we ever even talked about how during one of like at the beginning of lay pan like it, we had to wait ten minutes because I was I didn't know how to work the computer, and we're performing live for like four thousand people. Anyways, cool sci-fi stuff. Anyways, um, <laughs> I've got a couple questions I want to do, and then we'll wrap up on this episode. Yeah. Which, by the way, happy yeah. Fourth! What a fun Fourth of July! Yeah. Wait, episode. wait, wait, wait. Are you asking the questions for this one? Do you want to ask them? You can ask. I thought them. I usually did it. You can do it. I asked do you have last in mind? time. No. Well, okay. I have one. I think you should at you least ask last the question because you kept them secret. Yeah, I think we should at least ask the question that leads us up to the movie that we're seeing yes. for next week. Okay. Yes. I think we have uh, time for a couple. Sure, yeah. So our first, the first question we've got in this box comes from Emo Country on Discord. And they <laughs> say, what popular show do you think is overrated? Uh, Stranger Things probably for all of us, <laughs> I think we would say. Yeah, overrated. What's, what's a popular show that's overrated? I mean, uh, is pop, I mean, Big Bang Theory is obviously like one of the most popular sitcoms of all time, and I think it is terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a definite good. answer, but that feels like a cop-out, like an easy-out answer. I think Friends is overrated. Oh, yeah, that's a good Ooh. one. I also think Friends yeah. is overrated, but I that too. feels like a cop-out to me now, too. Yeah, um, it also feels like a cop-out. What's tough is I like everything. I want to um, shred somebody here, you know? You can't say something like Westworld, because there are a lot of people that I know are kind of off on it. Yeah, I, bounce, sure. I haven't um, been back since season one. Season one was enough had a real, like, real hot start, but then... Um, popular show that's overrated. Ooh, this might make you guys mad. Go for I it. Think, I think Fargo is 7 out of 10 TV. Which depends on which season you're talking it. about. Okay. If you're talking about the I first two seasons, you're it. objectively wrong. But after that, yeah. That's fair. First two seasons are the only ones I've seen. And I would say 7 out of 10 television. Oh, you're wrong. I think, uh, ooh. Okay. I've got my answer. I've got that. one. 
Uh, I think Avatar Last Airbender. Oh. <laughs> I cannot wait to see the reaction to you saying that on our podcast. I think I've just uh, done such a deep dive into so much anime. That's one of the only ones I didn't finish. And I don't know oh. what it was. But wow. I was just kind of out. I don't know. It could have been something else in the environment that was affecting that. But. Carter, are you ready for my answer? I think it might make you feel a little bit better. Okay. I'm glad you said that one. I think Jordan's going to be like, "Hey, have you heard of this show called Arcane?" <laughs> Dude, I no, I no, was no, going to no. say the same thing. <laughs> no, I think that um, the Clone Wars is a six out of ten television show with a handful of ten out of ten episodes. I would agree completely. I think there's a ton of filler, isn't there? There, there. Yeah. I, I did a. a Which I, I found a list that was like, here's how you skip all the ones that don't matter. And even of the ones on that list, I would have skipped about half of those. Like if I was telling yeah. somebody, here's what is cool and good and interesting and important. It's like mm. maybe 15 episodes total of the Clone Wars that are like worth watching. But those are very good. I isn't was a, is about- Ashoka and all the good ones? Pretty the much. Episodes? There's, okay, I can yeah. think of two or three without Ahsoka that are great, but pretty much yeah. she's in all of the good ones. Yeah. I was thinking about that, that particular like quality dichotomy yeah. with Clone Wars. I would say in Rebels, it even skews less of a percentage yeah. that is good and honestly watchable to me. I don't hear Rebels me. spoken of quite as like beloved, quite as beloved as Clone Wars. Then is Obi-Wan... And is Boba Fett following in the grand tradition of Star Wars TV of being over 60% skippable? Yeah, it mm. could be. Could yeah. be. Yeah. Dang. It's a good question. It's a great that question. Sometimes. Great question. Thank you, Emo Country. Thank you for your support. Uh, this next question comes to us from B. Taylor on Discord. Design the perfect snack and drink combo to enjoy with Thor. Love and Thunder, which will be the movie that we're talking about. Not tomorrow, because we got to take a quick ride on a boat to the bottom of the sea. But after that, we'll be talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. Design the perfect snack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think mine's simple. Uh, But I think there's a lot of thoughtfulness here. Uh, You're going to have to probably sneak something in if you're going to see this in theaters, which you should. You're going to have to sneak in some sour belts. Uh, specifically, there's some that are kind of just like a berry sour belt that are blue and darker blue. Oh, blue is one of my you know favorite I'm talking about? flavors. I love blue. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna sneak in a bag. Of, <laughs> I love the taste of blue <laughs> of sour berry belts, and just get a real big sprite. I'm not usually a sprite guy, but that's a good combo. Huh. And I think you're gonna get the you're gonna get like the like the kick of like mm-hmm. a little bit of electricity there. Like if we're trying yeah. to make electricity from a meal, maybe it can come from sure. something like that. You get little burps, which is fun. I mean, Taika movies are meant for burping, you know, when you want. Uh, and it's just, you know, keeps you on your toes. I think it's active. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just doing some sour belts and a Sprite. Very simple. I'm going to say Low you, do a, you do a, uh, a, a popcorn. We know this snack, yes. Uh, just a plain popcorn. Put butter if you prefer. Uh, but in the popcorn, you're, you gonna, you're going to dump some sour Skittles. And then just Ooh. give it a little, a little mix. Because we want the That's sour. We want the zippy zap of the electricity. Yeah. We want to taste the rainbow because we'll be using the Bifrost to, to travel along the rainbow almost yeah. assuredly. We want popcorn because this is a classic experience that we're familiar with, a superhero movie. But there's a fun and shocking twist in that there is another Thor. <laughs> there is another. 
You know what? It'd be fun too if like Alamo, if Alamo has a menu that it's just like a turkey leg and a stein of beer. I think I would that I would do oh that too. Goodness. And that felt appropriate. Full on Viking. Yeah. yeah. So a nasty theater to be in. They though. serve I could your, not handle all this. They serve it to you upside down in like a Viking helmet <laughs> with horns. Yeah, I think it, the answer is a velvet hammer beer, and that seems obvious. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm so sorry. Like I will a velvet, be drinking a velvet, a velvet hammer, hammer beer. I, my answer for the I did food. drink a velvet hammer when we went to see Ragnarok. Yeah, I did too. Uh, my my, it was the like specialty drink for the uh, Alamo. Yeah. I think my answer for the food, and uh, it's just simple, honestly. But it's just it's the only thing that feels right. I was trying to be cutesy. Great. I was trying to think in my head and be cutesy. But the only answer that feels right to me is a big old soft pretzel, and I don't know why. Mm. It's not thematic. It's just oh. I can't. That's the only thing that makes sense in my head. Yeah, mm. I love that. Feel very strongly about the soft pretzel. I love that. Love it. Our final question this afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you're listening to this, our final question comes to us from Joseph Glass on Discord. What movie releasing over the next year, July 2022 to July 2023, are you most excited for and why? Uh, You can say Love and Thunder. That is definitely the one we're going to see most. I'm very excited Most soon. Um... Yeah, while you're thinking, my answer right now is Love and Thunder, and here's why. I I, yeah. I had this discussion with uh, Callie the other day. I am starting to get nervous that uh, the problem with Star Wars is a Disney problem and that that Disney problem is going to start to bleed over into the MCU and leave us directionless and um, give us a bunch of, rather than one to two, eight and above movies a year, we're going to get five to six sixes yeah and that we're going to scattershot quantity over quality and we're never going to connect our dots and we're going to keep i mean just to the most recent episode of miss marvel was a good episode of tv but i found myself being like uh mm, i don't how am i hey, why am i supposed watch to it be? by the way all three yeah, of us watched yeah. the one week that we all watched we don't have to yeah. miss marvel we I, didn't talk about it as i was watching it i was just like i don't know why i'm supposed to care about this because I'm supposed to be scared of these people, but if this was an Asgardian, they would all be dead already. Like, yeah, this yeah. isn't scary. We we have we've had that Dragon Ball Z power creep way too high in the MCU, yeah. and they're not mm, doing anything to address it in any way. So I'm kind of counting. I'm putting a lot of eggs yeah. in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Off, my I'm my honest. mouth is used to the Scovilles at this point. Yeah, exactly. So anything yes. below is like, ah, oh, it just doesn't hit. Yeah. I wonder if a way around that would be like if we're going to the multiverse, go all in on the multiverse, yep. and like they're scary here because. Kamala Khan is like the second superhero ever. Yep. Iron yeah. Man, Hulk, like the Avengers never existed. It was right. only, yeah. this yeah. is a universe yeah. in which Captain Marvel was the only hero and then disappeared into space. Yeah, You know, let's make the Eternals be in its own universe so that a baby celestial exploding out of the Antarctic, we don't have to reference that because we clearly are not interested in referencing that. Right. But we don't yeah. have How to reference it. How is nobody talking world, about yeah. this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm excited for I'm excited for Glass Onion. I'm excited for the new Knives Out oh, yeah, that movie that just got announced recently. Uh, that's not what I'm most excited for. I am also excited. There's like a Borderlands movie that we're not hearing a ton about yet. Kate Blanchett, right? Yeah, it should. And uh, yeah, and Jack Black and Kevin Hart. It should be really fun. Yeah. I think that'll be a fun movie. Um, I think there's supposed to be another George Miller Mad Max movie within the Furiosa. next year. Yeah, and I'm always down Starring for that. Anya Taylor Joy. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That one yes, has yes. been sort of heavily rumored for like the last three years, though. So take that one with a grain of salt. Yeah. Who well, knows? it's because you know when you do practical effects to the extent that he does, takes a you got to cover up the dead bodies and then <laughs> figure out all the other stuff. Um, my, uh, I think what I'm actually most excited for is Nope. Oh yeah. Um, yes. This Dude, just me too. Has, that's my, this that's has my most an, excited one too. That's so fun. It has an energy for me. It has get out energy, and it's not just because uh, Kaluya Kaluya is in it. Yeah, right. Um, I think the cast is so fun. He didn't go out and just peel. Didn't go out and just get a ton of A-listers, but he got really talented people uh, and put them in an incredibly unique environment. I love Aliens, Doge. I'm not surprised that that's what you're most excited for (laughs) because you're a big alien boy. I am. Um, But yeah, I can't wait to see that. And that's so very soon. That's so very soon. Yeah, like two weeks after Love and Thunder. Yep. Uh, for me, yeah, I think it's it's nope. And the reason why is because I am increasingly getting tired, getting a little franchise fatigue. Not to say Big that time. I don't enjoy franchise movies and sequels and threequels and fourquels and fivequels to stuff I loved before, but I'm much more interested in filmmakers at this point than I am yeah. franchises. And well, so it doesn't like, even have to be, doesn't even have to be filmmakers. I mean, it's like, I also feel like Maverick Gave me hope, right? Yeah, too. You know, and, and which that's is not funny. The most popular filmmaker, yeah. But um, like things, things like this. Our newest movie from Jordan Peele is exciting. Yeah, uh, our new James Cameron coming this Christmas is exciting to me. I'm I very keep bringing that up, that. and it sucks, but I am excited for a James Cameron who gets to show up and be incredibly James Cameron and do yeah. a se- yeah. do a sequel. Even though you just said you were tired of franchise fatigue, and do a that's sequel. The, to that is moment. the thing. Is like that's what I'm excited. That's about. That's what's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm excited about the. The Knives Out sequel, even though it is a sequel, but like to me, there's a difference between a sequel and then the 19th movie in its shared universe, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To end today's episode, let's keep it on Stranger Things. I'd love to have your name. And I think uh, we're we're just getting one more season of Stranger Things. That's just how it feels. I don't know if it's going to be one of those classic Two-parters. Who who knows? Stranger it's Things like, five. They have, they have they confirmed six that they are writing a shorter season five than season season four is the the opus, the large one, and then season five sure. is so, a little shorter. Well, I bet it's going to be five two-hour episodes or something. Let's say we yeah, kind be. of maybe because we got referenced that Vecna is not the big bad. I think we knew that he's kind. I of think the, that I think we got the opposite no, Vecna, confirmation. Vecna is the big bad, but they said he's like the general. Yeah, but I think he for, ended up forming that like that like. Eldritch dust into yeah. the mind flare. Into I think, the mind flare. I think that the the Eldritch dust is sort of a it was there before us and it will be there after us kind of a vibe. But is I, that what we're fighting in the last season? Then no, I think we're fighting. The fighting I think we're fighting Vecna, and I think Vecna is going to come back minus an eye and minus an arm to mirror the Wizards of the Coast character Vecna from D anD. d That's wonderful. That's wonderful. To that end today's episode, good. since Vecna will still be here, and we're not going. I was going to have us. Who's the voice of of a new villain. Ron Perlman. We'll have both Hellboys in the same show. It'd be Upside Down Boy. Yeah, Upside Hell boy. boy. To end today's episode, I'd love to have your name and I want you to tell me what Max's role is going to be in the final season. Oh. I'm Carter and I think she's going to have a narrative that is very much like uh, Bill Turner in Dead Man's Chest. That she's cool. been taken over by the bad... Mm. But ultimately, with whatever energy she has and capabilities she has, she'll be, you know, the backstabber. She'll be the she'll be the warm tongue pushing Sauron into the spike, which was not canon, but sure, sure. that's what we had in the, in the movies. 
I think I'm Doge, and I. I think you are too. I yeah, I think I'm Doge, as far as I can tell. Uh, and I I got to give credit. I did see this idea on social media, uh, and it just seems the most plausible to me. I think that the crux of season five is going to be we have to kill Vecna. Uh, but in so doing, we have to make sure of two things. Number one, we have to extract the parts that are Max and mm. put them back inside Max. And I think Eleven's going to be doing that. And we have to kill Vecna without killing Will, which I think will be difficult to do. Mm. I think Will yeah, might die. Like pretty at the inextricably very, linked. Will might die at the end of this last season. Hopefully he gets a chance to, it seems like, to come out. Yeah. That seems like what we're leading. Yeah. Uh, if if not, this is a pretty f- unbelievable example of queer baiting. But it seems like he gets a chance to come out before he dies at the end of the last season. It seems like it so. to me. Yeah, I'm Jordan, and I know I'm fairly certain that Vecna in like D and D like canon, there's something that involves like if you can get a hold of his hand, like he keeps his hand, his mm-hmm. severed hand, and if you can get a hold of his hand, you're able to do something with him. And I think that Max is going to be the only one capable of grabbing that hand because she's the oh, only one she's that a part has been of part of him like that. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Man, one day, I know. When we're just fully bankrolled for this podcast, we're just going to also have our own production company. <laughs> I just I just know that there is a famous uh, bit, I think it's on either Critical Role or one of the other big D&D actual play podcasts with Joe Mangianello where he makes a play to steal the hand of Vecna that is like considered in the D&D community, like genius and people like yeah. love him for it. So that's so fun. Um, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Amazing. We'll see you uh, tomorrow for Titanic. Mm-hmm. And then the week after for Titanic's sequel for love <laughs> and thunder for Titanic, Titanic, too furious. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.